You're listening to The Hungry Soul with Rachel Foy, covering all topics from spirituality, mindset work, beliefs, relationships, food, body image, business, money, self-expression, and more, helping you become a soul-fed woman. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of The Hungry Soul. Today we are on episode 57 already and I've got a really wonderful guest who I have invited onto the show to talk about something which is really close to my heart right now and it's all about writing books. So as I'm sat here I'm actually procrastinating. I was supposed to be doing my final book edit but instead I thought no I'm going to edit some podcasts instead because no procrastination, resistance, all that stuff, so real. And I kind of thought it was um, kind of ironic that the episode that we are editing right now is this wonderful lady who actually came onto the show a few weeks ago to talk about how to write books. So in a moment, you're going to hear Kat Storing talk about writing and why storytelling is so important. But I just want to kind of Suppose open this conversation for you right now that if you feel that you have a book inside you, what's stopping you? Like what's the reason that you're not putting those ideas and that that wisdom and that knowledge actually down on paper? Because I know for me, the resistance to actually doing what I'm doing now and finalizing my first book has been so real and I've spoken about this before. And I just find it quite interesting that quite often we have these these things that we want to share with the world and we have a message or a passion or we just want to simply share our wisdom and our experience in the hope that it will help somebody else and yet we kind of freeze with fear and we worry about what people will think and then we start to you know buy into all those inner gremlins that start appearing in our mind as in who are you to be a writer you're not good enough to do that so if that's you right now I totally get it I'm giving you a massive hug right now through your um through your earphones and just saying we've got this okay so if you want to write a book then listen to this next episode and see what advice um, and information Kat can give you so moving on to that let me introduce to you our guest for today. This is the gorgeous Catherine Storing, and I invited her on partly to get a bit of, yeah, a bit of a pep talk, I suppose, for myself about actually getting this book out into the world. But Kat's passion is all about writing, and she helps experienced executives, athletes, entrepreneurs to tell their story through a compelling and relevant book so they can position themselves as experts in their own field and actually start to elevate their business and their mission. So Kat talks quite openly about the fact that she struggled for over 20 years to actually write her first book, but she now says that all that work was worth it because finally seeing her book in print was one of the most amazing experiences for a writer, and she's so grateful that she's got to experience that. So she's since been nominated to speak at TEDx. She gave her first TEDx talk in early 2016, and now she's really passionate about helping other people do the same on their own journey to become storytellers and authors. So make yourself comfortable. There are some amazing nuggets of wisdom in this interview, and I'm going to hand you now over to the gorgeous Cat Story. Right then, everybody. So today's lovely guest is here, Cat. Hello. Hello. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. You're very welcome. It's lovely to have you here. And once again, we've managed to sort out the international time zones of getting two people together on different parts of the world. <laughs> yes, yes. 
So um, for those of you that are not yet familiar with you and what you're doing out there in that gorgeous world of ours, do you want to give yourself a, a quick introduction as to who you are and yeah, what are you all about? Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. So um, I'm a storyteller that I, it took me a long time to figure that out. I'm going to turn 42 in a couple months. And it took me a minute to figure out that that's really what I am. I use words as my vehicle to connect with other people. I have to find myself first. Once I found who that person was, fell in love with myself, um, I was able to present that person and really connect with people in a way that I hadn't connected before. So I help people, whether I'm writing, helping them to write their book or I'm ghostwriting their book for them. I help them write a book that is authentic and relevant. So I didn't create a job for myself. I created a lifestyle that surrounds my love for words. Oh, that's so lovely. I'm so, I'm so excited to have you on the show because I've been talking to my kind of community for such a long time about my books nearly finished. Mm. And I've nearly got it there. But anyway, we'll save that for another day. Yeah. Um, so going back to then storytelling and something that I just want to kind of I suppose go back on, you said about finding yourself and this is why I wanted you on the show because you said that for you, storytelling is actually not just about communicating to our audience. So anyone kind of listening that has an audience, it's actually about connecting to ourselves first. So could you explain that a little bit more? Yeah, absolutely. So we spend so much time trying to get other people to like us, to see us, that we don't even take the time to find out who am I? Do I even really want to connect with that person at all? I mean, that has happened to me where I go out of my way to talk to someone or be friends with them. And then it's like, I don't even like them. And that's when I realized do I even know who I am? I, I've been married once before and got married way before I knew who I was. It's just very dangerous. So I decided to take a long time and really look at who, who, who am I? What do I like? Where do I want to be? And um, falling in love with everything, falling in love with whatever. I love your intro when you were talking about on your website, like you love yourself, not 10 pounds from now, not a small size right now. So I have to love myself with everything thing that comes with me right words and all like they say once I found that person and I learned to love her then I stopped trying to connect with people and it just started happen naturally organically it just happened and it was deeper connections it was not just talking how are you it was like hey he sees me and I see them and it doesn't have to be anything romantic it's just a soul connection absolutely so you're talking really about your authentic self, aren't you? Right. It's about kind of being that authentic version of who you are without pretending to be someone else. Right. And then being okay with when it fell flat. Okay. Because as lovely as I think that I am, there are some people that cannot stand me or they don't get me or think I'm too, too much. Right. And that is okay. There was a time when I didn't think that was okay, but now it's like, it's okay because we're not connecting. I don't even see you either. And I think you're lovely and I'm lovely. And if you're not seeing that, that's totally fine. There are other people in the world that will totally jive and are waiting desperately to meet me. So I'm going to free you to go meet those people that love you. And I'm going to free me to make space for the other people that are going to think I'm yeah, malicious. Absolutely. I love that word. You're malicious. I love that word. I have to trademark that one. I can see then why this is so relevant because now the reason why I've kind of got cut on the show is because 
everybody listening right now, there's going to be a big proportion of those who perhaps have got a desire to write a book or perhaps they've got a desire to start a blog or perhaps they are already in like the entrepreneur space where they want to do more with their, their stuff, their message. But actually that fear of what will people think or people might judge me or people might not like me this is so relevant, isn't it? Like without being authentic, our writing and our storytelling and our message, it becomes diluted. Is that something that you've noticed? Yeah, absolutely. What happens is that we have this very mean inner critic. And that inner critic is deadly to our creativity. And if you're not creative, you're not gonna write a book that is worth reading and turning pages off, right? So what I, I took me 20 years to write my first book, okay? 20 years, because I tried to write this grandiose, amazing book where I didn't even know who I was, right? Once I figured out who I was, it took me like two months, boom, boom, done, right? Because I was comfortable. And then I told the inner credit to take a hike. I'm like, listen, I appreciate all that you have done for me, but I need to do this and I'm going to do this for me. So every book that I write, it's a book that I give to myself. Mm. The fact that other people get to read it and be blessed and grow from it. Great. But I write it for me. And if I write it for me, it's coming from a place of love. It's coming from a place of authenticity. So therefore other people will connect with it as well. I'm not writing the book. So you'll buy it. I'll, I'll write in the book because I need it. And then I release it. Oh, that's a really interesting kind of reframe. So you're actually, I suppose that takes away that fear then of, of what other people might think because you're actually just writing it for yourself. Right. It's, it's so freeing to be like, am I really enjoying this? Because remember, your readers, if you think about your business, your business, your ideal client, it's someone like you, right? Readers is exactly the same way. You are writing for someone that is just like you. So if you enjoy it, if you laugh, if you cry, if you got scared, whatever you did, what you felt while you were writing the book, the right people are going to feel the same thing. So therefore they're going to buy it and they're going to tell like-minded people about your book. And that way you still remain authentic and you still put something out there that you can feel proud of. Absolutely. So where does, where does this fascination for you come from? So kind of like about words and you mentioned about storytelling, but I can hear that it's almost like your soul's, your soul's purpose. Can I say yeah. that? Like, this is who you are, like your authentic self is a storyteller. So where did, where did that come from? Yeah, that's funny. So growing up, my dad was a preacher and he would love words. And I think I just inherited from him. So we always had many dictionaries at the house when I love dictionaries to this day. And in the English language and in, in Spanish, which used to be my first language, they are just a word that is very unique and, and perfect to what you want to say, right? And I love that. So since very early on, I saw him from the pulpit, right? And he was preaching, he was just a great communicator. And he would just use these words and they would just, he will always look for that perfect word to say exactly what he wanted to say. And he had me like on the edge of my seat <laughs> listening. Right. And then I read people that were amazing storytellers, like way ahead of my time. Like I was reading um, Cervantes. I was reading Shakespeare, like as a young girl. And they also use words. And for me, I am a visual learner. And you're actually helping me figure this out because it's a really good question. I'm a visual learner. So 
when you use words that describe something, a feeling or a place, the knowledge just goes deep within me. So growing up with the, so many books and people, really good uh, speakers around me, it just really um, expanded my, my vision and my imagination. Oh, wow. And then that's obviously carried, carried on with you now. And that's something that you're passionate about helping other people kind of learn as well. Yeah, absolutely. I needed to, I grew up in paradise, right? I grew up in the Caribbean, but things were not so hot for me. So I needed to escape. So I always created these worlds in my mind and writing short stories in my mind. And to me, it was so important that I was able to, to depict how things looked and how it felt and how it smelled and, and creating that place where it became my new place to be. And now when I, when I write books, um, I just wrote my first novel a couple of years ago and I still, still my baby, I still don't feel comfortable enough releasing it yet. But that was just like a future that I imagined for myself. And I was, I'm not obviously in the future, but I was able to see it with the words. Oh, wow. And I can, I can hear in your, in your words as you're talking, it's like that authentic version of you comes out in the way that you express yourself through your words which I think I just want to kind of I suppose expand upon because I know like on here on the hungry soul and some of the guests that we've had on before like a big part of the the message that I have is that women start to step into their truth and actually speak their truth and through words that is one way that we can do that but if we're not being our true authentic self then our writing is not going to be coming from our soul. Does that make sense? That makes total sense. Yeah, that makes sense. And the thing is, again, it goes, it goes to that inner credit and that, that uh, unfashionable need to be seen and appreciated and loved. And that doesn't come from the outside. Okay. I can just, I done the research. I got the t-shirt, the hat, the flip-flops, everything. Okay. That never comes from the outside. That is gravy. Okay. That's just sauce on top of an amazing life. Right you need to take the time. And that's why journaling is huge. Like I journal every day, just coming in with my thoughts and listening and, and asking questions. <clears throat> Who am I? Who am I? And am I okay being that person? Like sell it to yourself first. This is who I am. And at the end of the day, am I okay with this person? Because when you do that work, you're not going to care about what anybody else says because you already bought it. You already got it you uh you appreciate it you received it and that's all the all validation you need is you oh did everybody hear that the only validation that you need is you, you need to put on a t-shirt cat <laughs> <laughs> okay so going back then to um you said about storytelling so let's assume that someone listening right now is maybe wanting to write a book or maybe wanting to start a blog or maybe they're wanting to be more creative in their business or whatever it might be. And yet there's that fear, there's that inner critic of, I can't do that. Who am I to write? Who am I to, you know, put my words down on paper? What would you suggest to that person? Like, where would they even start? Because I'm guessing that you've had to start somewhere. Right, right. So you have to know, almost start with the why first. Why, why do I want to do this? I was talking, somebody posted a question on Instagram. Um, I want, she is a graphic designer and she wanted to start a blog and she's been having a really hard time with the blog. And then I'm like, okay, 
let's, 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 let's dissect that for a second. Why did you want to do a blog when you're a graphic designer? Right. So taking her back to the why and why it was hard, it was not her, the place where she enjoys herself. So I said, what if you decided to choose the images that you create for your clients with their permission, of course, and share those images on Instagram, which is all about the images and write a post about your creative process. Got you. Right. Yeah. So, and if she wanted to, she can make that into a blog post. It doesn't have to be very long. It can be mostly images, which she loves to do, and a, a few paragraphs describing her process and why she did what she did. So, if you do that, you're gonna find that you're gonna be more excited about posting, and that you're gonna be more authentic because it's true to who you are. So, find out why I want to do this. Does it make sense for my business and my life? And two, do it in a way that resonates with you first. Do you know what? That's such, um, that's such an important point. And I've, I've shared this quite a few times like recently. But for me, my authentic self really kind of came into the limelight about a year ago now where I pivoted my business. My message kind of changed ever so slightly. But that authentic self like as you're talking, I'm sat here nodding, going, yeah, I did that. I did that. And I noticed that once I started to be more truthful with who I really was, that my words changed and the things that I started speaking about changed because I was no longer afraid of what are people going to think about this because actually it didn't matter like this. It was about me owning who I am. And I think sometimes we do walk around and we pretend to be other people and from that place, I'm guessing that we can't really tap into our creativity with writing, can we? No, it's not possible because you're too busy. Writing is, and this is almost like, to me, writing is like meditation. Um, and they talk about anything in your mind, which is really impossible to do. What you're really doing is listening. Mm. And we don't do that very well. We're about doing, especially women are very busy. But if we stop for a minute, and that's why I love journaling, because you have to listen. If we stop for a moment, we'll hear what our soul is trying to tell us, which is amazing stuff. Oh, I love that. Can we, can we expand upon journaling? Because I know we're kind of talking about yeah. storytelling, but writing, and you've, you've mentioned it already. Um, I'm a huge journaling fan. I don't always do it, just to kind of <laughs> mention a disclaimer, <laughs> not always. However, I know that, again, some listeners might have heard people talking about journaling and why it's good and why it's beneficial, but maybe, again, they don't know where to start. So what how do you do journaling because i'm i'm always curious when people mention that they're journaling fans so how do you do it like what works for you yeah so i start with since i'm a visual person i start with buying an amazing journal that i can find at any local store online and it has to be beautifully appealing and in alignment with what i believe so many of them have little quotes or verses or something so in alignment everything has to be in alignment and then i choose a time that I'm not gonna be interrupted. I'm a mom and you know how it is. The moment if a child sees you doing something, they need something. So I do it first thing in the morning and I just ask myself, I start with gratitude. I'm thankful for yesterday. Can't believe you did that and that was really awesome. And then I go into, okay, so how do I feel today? Where do I wanna go and am I okay with that? And I have this question in, how do I do this? I'm just probing. I'm just really asking. And then I'm going, I'm doing a mental note on, okay, yesterday that happened. I was good. Or I can't believe I said that again. And then I'm just really listening. Yeah. I'm not, and I'm not online. I'm not texting anybody. I'm really just listening to myself and then catching up. 
because we're so busy and we're not catching up with ourselves. Like sometimes great things happen and we're so busy that we run to the next thing. If I'm journaling, I can write it down and say, and just stay in that moment. Like, wow, you just got your biggest client. That's so important, isn't it? Like so many of us are over, like we're, we're striving all the time, which is not necessarily wrong. But if we don't acknowledge those like little mini achievements, we're never going to feel satisfied. Like we're constantly chasing the next thing. Right. Or even miss it. Like, I don't know about you, but I make lists. I have like my 2018, I have a binder. I made a whole binder of 2018 for myself and I have things that I want to accomplish. And if we're running all the time, you might go back to your binder and be like, when did I accomplish this? Like, I already did this, but you don't even remember savoring the moment. Yes. And I don't want my life to go like that. I really want to be in that moment and say, that's amazing. Yeah, that actually happened. God, I love that. So how long do you journal for? So not very long. It all depends um, on what needs to happen. So I don't set myself a long time. I, I have half an hour to do what I want to do. So sometimes it's 10 minutes, sometimes it's 15 minutes, sometimes it's the entire half an hour hour but I open the space and I don't I don't limit the space right and then I also have the journal with me at all times which is why it should be a size that fits in your purse or your bag because there are moments that something happens and I don't know about your audience but I'm not 20 anymore so I forget no, things me neither. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I'm gonna remember later but I never do so I write it down in my journal so I don't forget. And then they're like these pressure things. Okay. They're precious. I am ending one right now. And I'm a little sad, even though I have like a shelf full of them because it's like, he's been with me. So he, he's been with me for like a few months now, but then it's a thing. So whatever you've been dreaming about or thinking or planning, now you have to do it because you did it. You wrote it out. It becomes part of who you are. Absolutely. There's something that, I've recognized for me, like with journaling, and as I said, I don't do it all the time, but I do feel, and this might sound a little bit strange, or maybe it won't do, uh, won't do for you, but it's almost like at some point when I'm just like writing and scribbling, it is like something kind of takes over, not in like a weird sense, but it is like this, this deeper soul driven stuff starts coming out and I'm obviously aware of it and I know what I'm writing. So it's not like someone's doing it for me, but for me, it really does allow me to kind of turn the noise down. Like I'm not intellectualizing the stuff that I'm writing. It's just kind of appearing. And I'm like, oh, this is really interesting. Does that right. happen for you as well? <laughs> it happens all the time. And I find myself highlighting stuff, underlining stuff. And that's how I write many of my speeches. Many of my books start with the journal. Oh, really? Okay. So having a journal could be actually the, the catalyst for some people to maybe start writing a book or a novel or something. And then it becomes a, it becomes a thing. Um, for example, I, I, my last book is about money and, and not money, but wealth, really, which is an inner work, right? And I talk about if you have been broke most of your life and now you're about to get money, you really have to create a new, a new reality. And that means that it becomes your new normal. So if you have a new a month where you have a whole bunch of clients, I don't, I don't want that to feel like an anomaly. Yes. I want that to feel like an everyday thing. Every month I have a whole bunch of clients. So if you tell your brain that you are writing words every single day, when you decide to finally do a, 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 a formal process to write a book, your brain says yes because you've been doing that every day already. 
Absolutely. It's kind of training yourself that this is normal, isn't it? It totally is. And it's changing what you think is not normal because we love, we love normal. We are creatures of habit and we need normal. So if you want to change your perception about writing, writing is hard. I can never do like the words that we use, right? I can never do this. And it's going to take a long time. Like I'm like cringing when I hear that. It's like, no. And my coach says, I choose to make this nice and easy. And therefore it is nice and easy. Absolutely. It's so funny you've said that because you can't see, but on my wall opposite me, I have, um, I have a little thing saying, I choose for this to be fun. And that was actually my little quote, my mantra for finishing my book, which is almost there because I was that person. I was like, I'm not really good at writing. It's not my strength as such. I don't really enjoy it. It's going to take too long. All those beliefs that I had to completely get rid of before I could even start was astonishing. I was like, where the heck have all these come from? Right. Yeah, because yeah. it's, it's already in there. Yeah, it's already absolutely. in there. Absolutely. So um, a question I do want to ask you, we're talking kind of backtracking over so slightly now, but we're talking about storytelling ultimately, aren't we? So how can, how can people listening right now actually use storytelling as a way of them truly expressing themselves, I suppose. Like where's, where does storytelling fit into all of this? Yeah, that's, that's a really good question. So storytelling, it's a way to express yourself, right? So we, sometimes we talk too much and then sometimes somebody's talking and they say something and they finish and you're like, did you actually say something, right? They're just saying all kinds of things. So what I, what I recommend people do is to think about a couple stories that deal with the why that show the why of why they do what they do mm. and then hone on those stories and get really good at telling those stories as opposed to say this is who i am this is how i what i do how much i charge and none of that nobody cares about all of that when you connect with someone you can charge ten thousand dollars and they're gonna say absolutely because it's not about the money it's about the connection so if you tell me a story about like when we started and i told you that story right that i was a child i was reading my yeah, dad was right. you remember yeah. the emotion you remember that story right I didn't tell you how many books I had written I didn't tell you where I went to school who my clients are nobody cares about that you care about that little girl in the Caribbean in her bedroom not being very happy and creating these worlds where everything was great you mm -hmm. care about that yeah and everybody has that image like stapled like under under brain so what is that story for you? Like, why do you do what you do? And it's not just some random thing. It's a real thing. Share that story mm. in a way that is not facts, but it's really a lesson or, or just picture, paint, paint the picture. Yeah. And I suppose that's where the authentic self really has to be there because we do often feel emotion, don't we? And sometimes we can feel emotion that's not quite authentic. I'm sure you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. When someone isn't really being 100% truthful about who they really are. You can tell. That's why many people, in my, I'll be honest with myself, in my business, when I wasn't clear about who I was, I wanted to serve or call to serve or what I actually did, because a business, in like we have, I have pivots. I have had a couple pivots in my business already. So... It wasn't until I got really clear on who I was called to serve and how that I began to make money. The moment that I had those things down and I was able to share the stories 
of why and how, all of a sudden it became nice and easy, which is my theme for 2018. It's just now, it just happens. It just happens. Do you think that also was around the time when you started to really like yourself and become more authentic? Like, do you think those two things are connected? I think they were connected, but I think what the, re the real thing that happened, the catalyst was that I got really comfortable with myself. Yeah. And then I just let it all hang out. And I just said, this is who I am. And I wish that you like me. You don't. I'm really going to be okay. And so are you. So when I was, I stopped caring so much about what anybody else thought and just really became really more of myself, all, all quote unquote, all of a sudden, the right people, okay, the right people at the right time said yes. And then it was a mutual connection. It was not just one-sided. It was this perfect marriage of yeah. need that and I can provide it. Absolutely. I mean, we talk about all things sort of spiritual and woo-woo here, but you know, laws of attraction manifesting, it's all vibration, isn't it? So if you're vibing on a kind of unauthentic way, you're not going to attract the right kind of people. Right. That's just a reality. People call it different ways. Right. But it's real that like attracts like I was always growing up. I'm like, what are Mary, uh, rich people, marry rich people. It's like they are in their circles. It's not that choosing uh, rich people. It's like, why do poor people marry poor people? It's a circle. So if you want to have a different outcome, change your circle. If you want to write a book, hang out with people that write books. If you want to be inspired, read other books. It's, it's, if you want to change, again, if you want to change your outcome, just change the people in the place that you're hanging out. Absolutely. I think sometimes we forget that, don't we? It's like when we're trying to change and improve ourselves and kind of become more authentic and more true to who we are, sometimes we do have to step out of the, the comfort and the thing that we're just so used to doing in order for us to really yeah, really kind of step into who we are. Right. Yeah. And it's scary. It's very scary to change because what's, up, what's on the other side of change? And we can say it that way, but we can say, wow, I can only imagine what's on the other side of change. Like, I cannot wait to see who I meet, who I become. And that's another story. So when you become, when you, when you master the art of storytelling, not only do you do that for other people, you do that for yourself. And that is where the magic happens. Absolutely. Oh, I think there's so much to be said about storytelling. I'm just kind of getting more into it now because I totally understand the power in what you're saying about we do connect on a soul to soul level and it is about story and imagery and pictures and connecting those emotions and stuff to it as well. So yeah, totally get that. Um, one final question before we kind of slowly start wrapping up now. But if somebody is feeling really self-conscious so they've listened to this they're nodding along going oh i really want to do that and you know i've got so much to say and i want to express myself you mentioned about the inner critic so how did you start walking around that inner critic like what things did you do what things do you still do because i still have an inner critic and she's really loud at times yeah. so, <laughs> so what what kind of tips have you got that you could maybe share with anyone that's listening right now yeah, totally. So I'll say the first thing is I just fire her. Okay. I just got done. Like, I, cause I used to reason, right? Well, yeah, maybe, maybe you're right. And maybe if I change, no, I just like, you're fired. That's it. You're fired. And then I got professional help. So I worked with the professional coach that helped me finish that first book. So I knew that I didn't have it in me 
to finish by myself. So I got someone to help me do the final push. And then even when she tried to get her job back, when the inner critic wanted to come back, I would just let it do its thing, be afraid, because the fear is never going to go away. It's like when you're a speaker and they call your name, you st I still to this day get butterflies on my stomach, even though I've been on TEDx and done a whole bunch of big stuff, my stomach gets all in knots, I still walk on that stage. So when I show up on my laptop and I have to write some, something amazing, I'm just like, I'm just going to write this. And I don't have to, I don't have to share it. I don't have to print it. I don't have to put it anywhere, but I, I do have to do it. So we still have, knowing that I have that choice, that I don't have to present that to the world, at the end I do, but giving me, knowing that I have that choice, I don't have to share this with anybody other than me. That is so freeing. I'm going to adapt that actually, Kat, because that to me makes so much sense. Like I think we said about putting like too much pressure on and trying to get things perfect and that can stop us from even doing and trying just to kind of have that reframe <clears throat> that this is just for me. And I might share it, but I might not do. And it doesn't really matter either way because I'm doing it for me. I can feel how light that feels. Yes, it's amazing. It's so like my novel. I needed to write that novel in 2016. It didn't have to be published right away. I'm sitting on her. I'm just like, even yesterday I was thinking about her. I'm like, I'm so excited that I wrote you. And it will come out one day. But for right now, I'm enjoying it. I know that it's there. It's a thing, right? Yeah. So it's that freedom of knowing I could do it whenever I want. Absolutely. And I love how your novel is a her and your journal is a him. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, that's, that, that's the, that Spanish speaker in me. That we okay. Have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Listen, I could talk to you so much longer about storytelling because I think this is just one of those channels for women to really tap into their creativity, which so many of us don't through fear and resistance and goodness knows what else. So, so yeah, so I'm appreciating your, uh, your wisdom and kind of talking about this. So before we go, um, where can we find you out there on the, um, on the internet? What's your kind of website, etc.? Yeah, absolutely. So my website is katherinestoring.com. So super easy to find. Um, I hang out a lot on Instagram on the writing made simple because I believe that it can be simple. Um, but yeah, if you do Catherine Storing, I'm, I, I always say that I'm Googleable, so you can Google me and you'll find me. <laughs> awesome, fabulous. Well, anyone that's actually watching this video on um, The Self-Fed Woman or on YouTube, Kat's details are below this video. And if you're listening on iTunes, you can head over to her website. So yeah, have a, have a little nosy. Thank you so much. It's been wonderful to talk to you and to yeah, hear more about storytelling. Thank you. Thank you so much. See you later. See you. So there you go, gorgeous. Another episode brought to you by The Hungry Soul. Now, if that conversation has got you a little bit curious about your own journey right now and how perhaps you can start helping yourself to become more self-ed, but maybe you've got no idea where to start or what that might even mean for you, don't panic. We've got some fabulous gifts for you that are all completely free. All you need to do is head over to selfedwoman.com forward slash free dash resources and over there there's workshops handouts meditations and loads of other goodies so go and grab as many of them as you want to can't wait to speak to you soon bye